0: Hi, this is Guy Kawasaki. Hi, this is Gideon Shelwick here. My name is Farnush Brock. And you're listening to Learning with Leslie.
1: Learning with Leslie.
0: This is Learning with
1: Leslie. 2414
0: This is Learning with Leslie. Another episode of Learning with Leslie, the podcast where you learn, I learn, we all learn about how to build an online business with a blog. No, I'm not talking about one of those blogs that will fall by the wayside when Google has a mood swing. I'm talking about one that will thrive no matter what gets thrown at it. I'm your host, Leslie Simon from becomeablogger.com, where we're changing the world one blog at a time, and as usual, I have another exciting interview for you today, today. Today's episode, I'm on the line with Serena Apia from thriftdiving.com, a blog that inspires you to decorate, improve, and maintain your home on a DIY budget. She's a creative at heart and thrives when she can make something beautiful out of something ugly. (laughs) Well, at the beginning of this year, Serena left her job. And no, she didn't just get another one. Nope, not Serena. She decided to take on the entrepreneurship world head on. So we're going to chat about that experience, the pros and the cons, The excitement, the fear. So leaving your job, pursuing your passion, that is what we're going to be talking about today. Serena, how are you doing?
1: What's going on, Leslie? Awesome to talk to you.
0: Wait, uh, is your is your sound? What, can you hear me clearly? I can hear you. Oh, there was like a very long not, delay.
1: Not very clearly, but I can hear you.
0: This is like a really long can delay. Can you Hear me? Yeah, but your your audio is like really messing up.
1: Oh, I don't know what's going on. Maybe it's my. when did I connect? Yeah, I'm doing great. Thank you for having me, Leslie.
0: Not a problem. It's good to ha- this this is the second time you've been on learning with Leslie, though. We 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 had an episode a while back and I'm looking right now and it was entitled Is your blog ruining your life?
1: Yes. That was a good episode. <laughs>
0: it was a good episode. Um it was soon after we we connected in Chicago. That was the first time we met in person. Is that correct? Mm-hmm. Yep. Sweet, sweet, sweet. Now, you you left your job. Well, what, what happened to your job? Tell us a little bit about that.
1: All right. Well, uh, actually, do you want me to be honest? Um, well, let
0: me All right. think about Can that. Can we chat? Can we <laughs> chat?
1: All right. Let's be honest. Um, I actually got fired from oh. my job.
0: Womp, womp Yes.
1: You know, I wasn't, I wasn't stealing company, and pl- you know, cause company like pens and pencils and things. Um, it was sort of a situation that had come to a head. And my supervisor and I, we just, we didn't connect And things were getting to be bad. Um, And so it happened in January. And, you know, I had been working there for about a year and a half. And I had my goals mapped out to leave by the summertime, by August 25th, 2015. And it happened a lot sooner than what I thought.
0: Oh, so you were planning on leaving this year regardless.
1: Yes, yes. August 25th was my date. I wrote it down. I was sitting next to Pat Flynn last (laughs) year at a conference. And I told him, I said, I'm going to leave August 25th because he said, write it down. And I said, I'm going to write it down. But it happened <laughs> months before it was supposed to happen. <laughs>
0: All right. So it happened way before you expected it. Well, a few months before you expected it. Yes. What, what are you What's going through your mind like right at that time? I mean, they, they called you into the office or whatever the case might be. What's going on in your mind? Is it kind of like, oh, my word, I'm not ready? Is it kind of like a woohoo, I get to do what I want? What's going on well, there?
1: Let's put it this way. I came home. Well, first I called my husband as I got in the car and I said, you know, babe, this is what happened. And I'm on my way way home. And um, it's funny because I had a doctor's appointment, a dentist appointment that afternoon, right? Uh, Thankfully, I got that in before the insurance ended. (laughs) (laughs) But I literally went home, Leslie, and I jumped for joy. I jumped up and down, clapped my hands and said, I'm out of there. And, you know, it's funny, the The day before that it happened, um, I happened to, you know, I'm not one that follows horoscopes or any of that mumbo jumbo, but uh-huh. I happened to see something that just spoke to me. And I remember just lifting my head up to the ceiling and I said, something's got to give, like, I can't keep doing this. And sure enough, the next day, walked into the office and was let go. Um, and you know, there wasn't, there wasn't that fear. I mean, there was a little bit of fear, you know, because you think, okay, how am I going to make this happen? But it felt so liberating. I was so happy and everybody who, you know, all my blogger friends, they were there to support me and said, you know what, you got this, you can do this. And it was like the community that I needed to just rally behind me and say, you know what, go for it. And I did.
0: Okay, well, you know, let's get down to some of this real stuff, right? Because after you you're, you're fired from your job, I'm assuming you still have bills to pay, right? You still yes. is your blog yes. is your blog making enough at that point for you to feel like, "Oh yeah, we we've got this covered." Um yeah, what what was the situation like?
1: You know, um probably about a month before it happened, um i started I started making a plan. So I had started putting money away into uh, an emergency account and the 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 day that I got fired, I was excited because I had just reached a thousand dollars. And if you follow, you know there's some financial gurus out there that say, "Hey, you got to have at least a thousand dollars in your uh, emergency fund." And I just reached it that morning. So I felt a little confident that I had some money put away, not quite as much as I'd (laughs) hoped. But I also had planned to file for unemployment because I figured, okay, well, I can look for another job. My husband's not going to let me do this so easily. That's a whole other conversation. (laughs) But, you know, I have unemployment to fall back on. And with that and, you know, with making a little bit of money from the blog, I think I can make this work. Um And it it happened. And now, you know, it's been, that was in January, and it's been, this is August, seven months this month. And I just had a, a month where, I mean, steadily, the income's been going up. And I just reached uh, a point in my income that I'm bringing home about what I was bringing home from my day job.
0: Seven months in? Yes. Wow. That's, yes. That, that's odd. Now, why do you think you were able to do that? I mean... I mean, the first thing that comes to mind is now you can focus on your 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 blog and your your business and that kind of stuff. But was there w- w- what was the reason why you were able to you know make that kind of income after such a, a relatively short period of time?
1: Well, you now because I've been blogging, I've been blogging Leslie for ten years now. When I say ten years, that sounds impressive, but really. Three and a half, where I knew that people were making money. So, yeah. from the time that I met you, I just kind of discovered that people were making money. And I just fell in with two feet and said, you know what? I'm going to figure out how to do this. And so, that's where i have been spending a lot of my time. I'd been building relationships with some brands. And so, I had money coming in, you know, doing sponsored posts. Um, and so, when I had lost my job, I looked at those relationships that I'd built with those companies and just expanded on those. And, you know, I got creative. I was not afraid to reach out to a company and say, Hey, I've got a really great idea for a sponsored post. Here's my idea. Here's the fee. Here's a couple, you know, different packages that you can, that you can order from me, you know, for this sponsored post. What do you think? And, you know, companies would say yes. Now it didn't happen a lot. Um, but, I had, you know, some clear uh, uh, winners, you know, in terms of ideas and companies really loved having a creative idea come from a blogger saying, hey, I want to do this and work with you. What do you think? So I was, I I learned how to be a little bit more bold. You know, when you've got that paycheck (laughs) that's coming in, you know how it is when you've got that paycheck that's that's your sponsor you know and then you don't look for other opportunities because you know you've got that paycheck coming every 2 weeks but once i knew that i wasn't going to have that paycheck coming every 2 weeks i had to go back to these brands and say look i'd like to be a brand ambassador with you you know i know you've got this program what do you think here's my ideas here's my fee and surprisingly people said yes and I didn't think to do that when I had that regular income coming in.
0: Okay, so I want to talk a little more about that. But Before we dive into that, let's step back a little bit. Sure. What's your blog about?
1: So thriftdiving.com is a blog that I started in an attempt to decor- decorate my house on a budget. We had bought this home. We spent all of our money buying in the home but we didn't have money to decorate so i decorate old furniture i take a room and i turn it around in 30 days with my readers and it's all about how to do um an, an affordable home makeover and furniture makeovers now
0: why 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 did you feel that that was something important to start like what's your what's your deep reason behind if if there's a deep reason behind it but what's your why why do you care about that
1: you know, when we bought our house 5 years ago, we Leslie, I'm I'm telling you, I walked around for a month with this ball of of angst in my stomach. I was so nervous about whether we could afford this house. We had no money left over, so I needed to find some way to decorate our house on a budget. And I turned to thrift stores and teaching myself how to make my house look great. And I think, you know, a lot of people struggle with that. You know, I talk very openly about, um, you know, my house and I am learning to love it and make it my oasis. So, you know, that's the big why. How can I teach other people to pick up a power tool and pick up a paintbrush and learn to do these things, too?
0: Yeah, and and what's interesting to me is how you involve other people in what you're doing online. Yeah. And not just in terms of like, you know, engaging with people on social media, but even on your blog. Mm -hmm. Um, Can you talk a little bit about how you've been doing that?
1: You know, I always, I I feel like if people are taking time out of their day to read what I have to say, and I write really, really long blog posts. I mean, sometimes like 2,000 words, if not more, (laughs) And if people are spending that time to come to my site to look at what I've done and to learn from what I've done, then they deserve to get responses back and to have a conversation. Because I, I know we've all been there, where we we are inspired by something that people do or something that they say, and we leave a comment and we hope to get some kind of interaction, and there's none. Um, you've had those experiences, right? I'm sure there's blogs that you've read and have commented on at some point. And you know, when you don't have an active Blog owner who's responding. There's just no. There's no community building at all. So you have to give people the the time because they're giving you your time. I mean, they're giving you their time, so you have to give them your time as well.
0: Awesome. And and from what I've seen, you you go even beyond that. Don't you have these challenges where they can get involved?
1: Yes. Yes. Oh my gosh, I love the challenges. This is one of the favorite my my favorite activities that I do on my blog. And I try not to do them too often because. They're labor intensive. We do 30-day room challenge makeovers. And, you know, a lot of times you would see bloggers who team up with other bloggers and say, hey, guys, we're going to make over our bedrooms. And all you see is this community of bloggers who are each challenging each other to do something. But I said, I want to bring in my readers. You know, if I'm struggling with pulling a room together, they've got to be struggling with it too. How can I provide value? And you wouldn't believe, like, the comments that people – make in the rooms. If you've seen these room makeovers on my blog, I mean, we're all kind of embarrassed to even post (laughs) pictures of our before my laundry room. It looked horrific. And, you know, people, people really love seeing the, the messy side of a blogger. You know, I, I can post pretty, pretty pictures, but I'll show you the negative too. And, and, and having someone have that comfort to say, you know what, I can post my picture too. And I'm motivated because you're, you're doing it and, you know, 40 of us are doing this. We can do this together. It's been really inspirational. I mean, honestly, if I, have not, if I have not done those room challenges, I really don't think I would have pulled together the spaces in my house. So it's not even just me providing value. My readers provide value to me as well.
0: So they basically send in their pictures to you, their before and after pictures. And then you make a, a, a blog post where you're comparing before and after pictures from the different readers. Is that how it works?
1: Yep. yep. And we have a Facebook community where we'll post um, sort of in between pictures and and get feedback and help, you know, especially if we're having a really rough time with getting motivated. It's a great place where we just say, hey, guys, I'm just I don't feel like I don't think I can do this challenge. And we're like, no, you can totally do it. Come on, let's keep going. So that's that's the nature of our challenges. And we're actually going to be starting another room challenge makeover in September and we're looking for a catchy name. You know, we've done the June Room Challenge and the August Upgrade and the October Overhaul. So we're looking for, like, a really cool September Challenge. <laughs> nice. Now, yeah. you,
0: you say you have Facebook communities. Do you mean that it, it is it a Facebook group that you've set up specifically for these challenges? Yes. Oh. Yes. We don't have a,
1: we don't have a ton of, of, of people in the community. I think we've got probably about 200. And, you know, with any community, you have some who are more active. Um, but it's it's a really supportive community whenever you're looking for advice or motivation, it's kind of the place to go to and and get some ideas.
0: Very cool. So you do the challenges, you get them to participate, um, and they share their pictures and and the process yep. and all that kind of stuff. And yep. then you pick from those and post those on your blog.
1: No, we post we post I post all of them. Nice. So if there's forty, it's a lot of work. I mean, if there's forty people, that have decided usually we'll have about 80 people sign up and about half of those will follow through with sending pictures and then maybe about 25 really finish and what I'll do is I'll work with about three brands and have them provide some sort of you know reward uh for the for the challenge winners not all of them but I I choose three it's better than one you know three is better than one um, so maybe we'll give away a power tool or like a stencil, something fun that they look forward to.
0: Okay, so this sounds very interesting, um, especially when you bring in the whole working with brand thing, brands. Right. And and this is something that you spoke about a little earlier. So, you know, if I'm a blogger, I am creating content, I'm putting it out there, and I'm looking for ways to make money. Um, one of the ways is that I could work directly with brands. Uh, can you kind of give us an idea of how someone can even get started doing doing that?
1: Sure. Well, I think you have to put aside your fear of being told no. That is a huge hill to overcome because, you know, getting that email back that says, you know, we don't really have a budget. um, You know, you feel a little deflated, but you have to put that aside and think, okay, I've got really great content. I've got a really great idea and I'm just going to put it out there. So I, I had, uh, there was a company that I worked with um previously or i'd seen them at some blogging conferences and and i had a really good idea do you remember maybe you'd seen it or not but i did this campaign it was called save your jammies it was such a fun cute campaign
0: save your what so, you said
1: save your save your jammies okay <laughs> okay so we in the diy community we have this thing of where we paint in our jammies and our pajamas and i you know one day i looked down at myself and i'm like oh my gosh, I'm I'm in my bed and I've got paint stains all over my clothes. <laughs> you know, I don't have anything cute to wear. And so I came up with this idea of a uh, hashtag save your jammies campaign where I would contact, um, can I say the name of the company?
0: Yeah, the that's fine. Okay.
1: So I would contact Duluth Trading Company and I said, you know, guys, I have this really great idea. I would like to do a campaign where um, I'm, basically telling people, you know, save your jammies, you know, get some Duluth Trading Company clothes, because they actually really do make great clothes, Um, you know, get the appropriate gear. And, you know, the clothes are made for women to work in, you know, whether you're a farmer or you're a DIYer. And, um, you know, that's going to be the whole campaign is to save your jammies. And they loved it. So I pitched um, a blog post and a sponsored video. And they loved it. And even, you know, the after, and if you go to YouTube, you can actually see it if you look for Save Your Jammies. Um, And so it turned out really well. And, you know, I I probably would not have even approached them had I not, you know, sort of was on my own. You know, if I had an income coming in from a, a paycheck every two weeks, I know I wouldn't have reached out to them. But, you know, you get creative, you get creative and you you start to get a little bit more confident. So, you know, my advice to anyone, you know, if you've got a great idea, don't be afraid to reach out to a company. You know, I once re- once reached out to a company um, called Snapstone and I knew that I was going to redo some rooms in my my house. And, you know, they had this cool product where you could, you know, go right over your your old, you know, linoleum tile with this, you know, uh, what do you call it? like a, a ceramic stone. You know, the average DIYer could do it. It took me about a year of emails back and forth with them to finally get to the right person. And they said, you know what, sure. They sent me like a $1,000 in free flooring.
0: Oh, wow. To do this project,
1: yes. And, I, and they had sent me enough where I was able to do two rooms. I did my laundry room and my kid's bathroom. So, you know, if I, and, I, and all I did, Leslie, was I went to their, page, and I sent an email through their, you know, have a question, email us now, and said, hey, you know, I'm a blogger, I've got, uh, you know, this many followers. Um, One really important tip, whenever you are reaching out to a company, make sure number one, you have a really great idea. Make sure you've got links to back up the quality of your work. So if you are, uh, if you're a YouTuber, you know, send some links to your best YouTube videos, you know, send links to your, um, to your best uh, you know, blog post. Show them your beautiful pictures. Show them the quality of your writing, so that when they look at it, they can't possibly say no. And if they say no, you know, don't be don't be deflated. Don't be discouraged. Move on to the next company. All
0: right. So I, I'm a blogger. I am excited about the possibility of working with blogs. I mean, with brands. The first thing I need to do is make sure to put some good stuff out there. And and once I have like some good examples of what i can do then i reach out to these companies and propose a a, some kind of a great idea kind of like what you spoke about just now save your jammies now how how do you how do you come up with these kinds of ideas because quite frankly i'm not gonna ever think about no save your jammies and i'm gonna contact this clothing company about doing that how how do you even come up with those types of things
1: you know, that's a really good question, um, and this, this is also something else I wanted to point out, too. I, so I work with Collective Bias, and their social fabric community reaches out to bloggers within the community, and uh, we do something called Creative Council. So what that is is where they will send us ideas and say, hey, you know, Walmart's looking for um, three creative ideas on how to promote their their candles. Or new candles coming to the market. And then we'll send back ideas. And then they take those ideas back to the company, to the brands. So serving on that, uh, that council, Leslie, was really eye-opening to me because I mean they love my ideas. And, and, you know, knowing that I'm giving good ideas, I started thinking of ideas on my own. So I, I think if you are in that situation where you just sit back and think, okay, what? you know, what value could I bring to a brand? You know, what are some creative ideas, things that you're already doing, um, things that are products that you could promote, um, ways that you're using them in your life already, and you may not have even thought, hey, I could do, you know, I could do a, a campaign on this. You know, your favorite paintbrushes, your favorite, you know, you work with get GetResponse um, because you, you like their service. Um, You've tried it and you liked it. So when you like things, you can promote those and you feel good knowing that you're promoting things that you personally enjoy. So just don't be afraid of hearing no.
0: Got it. Got it. Now, you've you've also done a number of conferences. You go to conferences regularly. Um, Does that help at all with relationships with brands at all?
1: You know, I think that it does you're, you're able to, to get to the person who most times is the person that you're going to be reaching out to via email. So if you have a, if you have a, a chance to get to know that person personally, I think it's a great idea. You know, um, Tony Anderson from the happy housewife, you know, when we had all gone out to dinner, yeah. when I first met you, right? Yeah. She had an excellent tip and this has stuck with me for the longest time. She said, you know, after you meet someone, Email them immediately, you know, don't wait, email them immediately. So if you go to a conference and you talk to a brand and you happen to discover, hey, you're both from, you know, Michigan, email that person right away and say, hey, you know, I really enjoyed talking to you. You know, what a coincidence that we're both from Michigan. When you say that, people are going to remember who you are, not just because you emailed them immediately, but they're going to remember, hey, yeah, that's the that's the person from Michigan. And then when you reach out to them later and say, you know, hey, I've got this really great idea for this post. You know, do you have a budget for for this? Or here's my here's my, my rates. Um, you're more likely to get a yes, I think, than if you just email someone out of the blue and say, you know, hey, I saw you two years ago at this conference. Yeah, I want to do this post. You're You're not going to get anywhere with that.
0: Cool, cool, great tips on working with brands. So I want to switch gears a little bit because I know there's something that you're all excited about, um, or a specific platform that you're <laughs> excited about, and yes. you have actually have a lot of good things going on with, with it right now. And that is Facebook. Yes. Um, early this year, they've made some algorithm changes. Everyone's freaking out. Not everyone, but a lot of people, a lot of bloggers, and so on, freaking out about these changes because. All of a sudden, your reach has gone down. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: Have you seen the same thing? Have you seen your reach gone down?
1: My reach has actually gone up.
0: Your reach has gone up. All right. My reach
1: has gone up. On that
0: premise, let's talk a little bit about what you do because I know you've told me this a few times that you have a very specific Facebook strategy. I want to (laughs) dissect what that strategy is because somebody's listening right now and they're like, you know what? Facebook sucks. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Um, So let's see if you can change their mind changed my mind a little bit <laughs> and yes. and tell us about this amazing strategy that you're using.
1: Well just to just to put it in context, I was probably at about maybe about 5,000 page views just a couple months ago. And you mean likes on your page? page? Views, likes. Yeah, likes okay, not got page it. views. Likes. I had about five thousand likes on Facebook. And I had posted probably about two or three video. You know I I do video. And it's it's funny because a lot of a lot of DIYers and I'm not sure if this is true in other niches, but, um, you know, a lot of a lot of bloggers in my niche, they don't want to do video because, you know, honestly, it's time consuming. You know, not only are you doing projects, but, you know, you've got to pull out this video camera, you got to set up the tripod, you know, got to get all this equipment and you may not even have to get all that equipment, Um, but it's intimidating and some people don't want to be on camera. So that's kind of one strategy that I've taken is to do video. Now, Facebook loves videos. If you yeah. try to take a video from YouTube and post the link, trust me, it's not going to get hardly any reach. But if you take that same video and you post it on your Facebook page and it's a good video, you're going to get a lot more reach than, you know, than someone who just posts a picture. Okay, pictures do well too, but having that video you know and there's a style of video i'm sure you've seen all of the the buzzfeed videos you know all of the cake decorating videos they're all fast this fast motion because you know we have this this 30 seconds or or <laughs> or a minute maybe a minute or less uh, actually let's put it 10 seconds probably less to capture someone's attention yeah so if you're posting a video and you're you know you've got it in quick motion you kind of jump to the point you're showing how you transform these cupcakes or this this piece of furniture into this amazing beautiful piece people are going to notice and that is what's hot on facebook so i had done three videos over the last probably the last few months and my page view and my page, i keep saying page views <laughs> my likes have gone up to about 20, just under twenty-four thousand in and just probably two or three months Weird. and i really have probably three videos to attribute to that
0: Wait, 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 wait. wait. You're saying that the main reason for the growth in your page is these three videos?
1: Yes, that's what I'm saying. Yep. And so, you know, that's why when everybody that I'm talking to, when they talk about Facebook, I try to tell them, like, you've got to be doing videos. Now, you know, I've uploaded several other videos and some of them have not taken off. Um, but honestly, you know, there's one video that I, oh my gosh, it's so funny. My husband had said, why are you painting the front door mat? Welcome mat. So Leslie, it's so funny, but, uh, there was a welcome mat that was here when we had moved in like five years ago and I I was just lazy. I never replaced it. It was not in bad condition and, you know, I don't like to throw things away. So I just left it and, uh, just a black rubber mat. Well, I just got this idea one day, you know what? I'm going to, I'm going to spray paint this. And then I'm going to, you know, pull out all the pretty features and, and I set up the video camera and I was very intentional, Was very intentional on how I shot this video. You know, I made sure when I was editing the video, I got different angles or when I was filming and editing, I got different angles. I made sure that it was a very short video. I think it might've been about maybe a minute and a half. Okay. And every 10 to 15 seconds, I changed angles so people wouldn't get bored while watching the video. And at the time, I think I had probably about 10,000 likes on my page, and it grew, like now it's at 24,000. Now let me give you some context in terms of the reach of this video. It reached 1.7 million people. Oh, wow. Yes, and I think it was viewed about 650,000 times. I mean, every couple hours I would check my Facebook page, And there'd be, like, 800 likes. And then the next time I'd check, it's, like, 1,500. I was like, oh, my gosh, this is crazy. And because it was hot video, you know, other bloggers who had seen, wow, this video is doing really good. I'm going to share it, too. It just sort of took off and became viral. And, you know, so I'm still getting a pretty good number of likes. I think after that video, I get more likes now than than I did before I posted those videos.
0: Okay, so... (laughs) I I we, I gotta I gotta I gotta dig deeper into this. So you're making videos, um, and you're attributing uh, a lot of the success of your page and the growth of your page to these three videos. And you spoke a little bit about the the strategy that you use for creating mm-hmm. the videos, making them short. How long did you say that video was?
1: It was about a minute and a
0: half. A minute and a half. And every ten or fifteen seconds, you're changing angles, so it's right. it's constantly moving and right. and so on.
1: Right.
0: That generated a lot of likes for you oh, what yeah. have what have what has the, what have those likes resulted in? I mean are you getting increased engagement on your page are and more importantly, are you getting more traffic back to your blog I am getting of more,
1: I'm getting more sign ups i've noticed that i've gotten a lot more sign ups now in terms of you know i haven 't said oh i've gotten Two hundred percent more. I haven't, you know, I really don't dig into my, um, my stats as much as I should. Gotcha. Um, but no, I do notice. You know, before I would probably get, I don't know, anywhere from, I don't know, maybe five or six subscribers in a day. Um, you know, now I I get anywhere from probably about fifteen to twenty per day. Um, and you know, a lot of people don't realize that on the business page, the Facebook business pages, there is an option where you can uh put a call to action button. Yeah. Yes. And and the thing is some people don't know this. So you know you can you can link to a sales page if you've got a sales page. I think there's some other options there. I link to my subscription page. So um, you know if all these people are finding my page on Facebook and they see first thing they notice when they go to my page, they see this button that says sign up. When they click it, they're coming back to my subscribe page. And then, of course, you know, I say, ah, get my my free little ebook, you know, seven tips, seven, seven thrift tips. Your mama never told you. (laughs) And, you know, that's the first thing they see that that comes up on that page. Um, So there's there's been a lot more signups to my list. And it's just, you know, every time I sign into Facebook, every time I open it, there's always, you know, of course, it's slowed down a little bit more now. But, you know, every few hours, it's like maybe another 20 or 40 or 50 people liking the page. And it wasn't like that before I, before those videos really took off.
0: And so in terms of your Facebook strategy then, mm-hmm. um, is that pretty much it, those three videos? Or is there more that you do? Um, are you making videos regularly and those are the three that took off?
1: Well, I don't do video as regularly as I should. Okay. Um, and I know that that is my one thing. You know, that, that book, I can't remember, is it Gary Keller? Yep. Um, so I know that video is my one thing and so I'm trying to organize my day so that I can continue to do my one thing. It's, it's challenging. Um, but also to what I do for my Facebook is I try to post eight, um, about eight times a day. Oh, wow. Yeah. I, I've set it up so that there's a post coming at eight, 10, 12, two, four, six, eight, and 10, however many that is. Maybe it's not eight. And what I do is, I have time slots that are for my content, uh-huh. um, so I might leave that at for twelve, maybe two o'clock, and then maybe eight o'clock. And then all the other content, um, I try to find like the best performing content. You know what's kind of trending out there. So there's a there's an, uh, a website that I like to use. It's there's a free version and then there's the uh, premium. Now the premium is sort of out of my budget, but what it is, it's Buzzsumo. B z z s u m o dot and I keep telling everybody about this because what you do is you, you, you enter your keyword. So, you know, I love thrift stores. So once a day, I'll go into Buzzsumo, um, the, you know, just the free version, and I'll type in thrift store and it will, it will do a search for whether I want it to be the last 24 hours, the last 48, the last month, the last year, and it will pull up what is the trending topics under that keyword. And then what I do is I try to do, like, in the last maybe few days, whatever's there, and it's interesting, I will post it to my Facebook page. So I already know that 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 article is doing very well. And so I know that when I post it on my site, for the most part, it's going to do well. Sometimes it doesn't, but for the most part, you know, I'm pulling hot, trending articles uh, relevant to my audience. And I'll do... Uh, maybe three from there. Um, you know, you, you know also too that you can go into insights within Facebook, and you can follow pages. So right now I've got probably about fifteen pages that I follow. Uh, like good housekeeping, I like to follow home talk. A um, couple other ones there, better homes and garden. And when you click on those pages, it'll tell you what the top content is for that page for the week.
0: And and before you even move on from there, you're saying. Sure. You go to your Facebook page and mm-hmm. then you click on that insights link right at the top. Yes. And then when you scroll down, there's a section that's called Pages to Watch. And you're yes. adding specific pages in there that you want to follow.
1: Right. And sometimes it can just be like your friends and you just want to be yeah. nosy and see how they're doing. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> I'm not going to lie, I do that. But, you know, I also like to find, you know, what's the top content for Better Homes and Garden or HGTV? And, um, then I'll go through that and I'll kind of pick and choose the things that speak to me, you know, and, and, you know, for the morning time, uh, sometimes what I'll like to do is I'll choose something that's top performing. That might be like a quote, you know, like if someone, and I think if someone's starting their day, you know, maybe you want to give them like a a positive message. So I'll choose maybe a quote that good housekeeping had posted and I'll repost that for my 8am slot. Um, and then, You know, I know that most of my readers are online around 8, 9 p.m., so I definitely want my top content to be around the 8, 9 o'clock time frame. Um, And then in terms of what I post, you know, I recycle, like, all my old stuff. And, you know, eventually I'll run out. (laughs) So that's why it's always important to, to have new, fresh content. But, you know, don't be afraid to pull from the crypts of your blog and, you know, post an awesome picture that you took yeah. or like a before picture of an ugly dresser or, you know, <laughs> just one of your family. Um, you know, and and one thing that I do, Leslie, you know, I'm, I'm, because and let me tell you, social media, Facebook, it takes a lot of time. Yeah, it really does. But, you know, I want to, you know, put a little bit of extra something into that little paragraph that I write about what I'm posting. You know, I'm not just going to post something and say, hey, look at this picture. What do you like, A or B? Um, you know, I want to know more. I want to I want to have people respond and give genuine responses. So I will take time to put a genuine response and say, hey, you know, here's a quote. This really might change your day. You know, sometimes I might be negative or whatever. Here's something that maybe might help your day or something that people can say, wow, you know, I really like her. I, I feel like I know her. And that's always been my strategy is just to be open, open, honest, give people what I like, because what I like, hopefully they'll like as well. Um, And then I try to do that several times a day. Now, I've scaled it back recently where instead of, you know, 8 a.m., 10 a.m., 12 noon, you know, maybe it'll just be like an 8 a.m., 12 noon, 4 p.m., 8, um, because it's a lot finding content to fill every, like, time slot. Um, And I think, you know, consistency is important. So I would rather scale it back and post, you know, even three times a day versus saying, you know what, I can't do eight times a day. I'm just going to leave it. And so I really don't want to do that. I want to stay with it. Um, And that's my strategy.
0: So you're mixing in um, your best content from your blog. You're mixing in top um, trending content from buzzsumo.com and you're following pages to see what's performing well. Now, when you follow these pages, how do you know what's performing well on those pages?
1: Because when you're into when you're in insights and you click on that page and when you're in that section, like pages that you're watching, uh-huh. you click on like if I click on, you know, become a blogger or whatever, it'll pull up, it'll say, you know, these are the top performing posts yep. for that page for the week. So then you can kinda of go through and say, Okay, well I know these are performing well for Become a Blogger, yep. um, or Better Homes and Gardens, so I'm gonna post this and then I'm gonna, you know, state a paragraph about what I think, you know, my opinions about this.
0: Got it. And, it worked, and you, really well. yeah, go ahead.
1: I was going to say it, it's worked really well. I mean, I, I, I don't think it produces as many likes as what, you know, a, a, a viral video, but it keeps, you know, you have to think, okay, now I'm getting all these people. What am I going to do with them? Yeah. You got to give them something. Yeah. <laughs> so that's how I, that's how I give them something, um, you know, on a daily basis.
0: And you're primarily then posting links um. At yes. least that's what it sounds like.
1: Mm-hmm. I post. I do post links, and and they do. Some of them do really well. When I post my own stuff, I always post a picture. Um, and then I put a link to my blog. Yeah,
0: but I mean, with every post, you have a link for people to actually go somewhere, whether that's yes. to your blog or to you to someone else's um post that's doing well.
1: Yeah, but like today, you know, I posted a, a picture of my. My kids and I, we had gone for a walk, and it was a cute picture I took a couple weeks ago. And, you know, there's no link anywhere. It just says, hey, you know, here's my family, and we've really enjoyed the summer. You know, what's the, best, what's the best thing that you've been doing this summer? You know, what's the highlight of your summer? And, you know, sometimes it's good just to post a question and just a picture, you know, something fun.
0: Awesome. So what's, what's the plan for the future? I mean, where, where, where are you seeing this going for you now that you're, you know, you're, you're, you're doing relatively well with your blog? I, I think you're doing very well with your blog. I'm loving what I'm seeing. Um, you're getting a lot of traction on Facebook. You're sending people to your site and people are signing up. You're making more money. You're doing the sponsored posts. You're doing all these types of things. Where do you see things going um, from here?
1: You know, I need a product
0: Oh, I do. You nice. speak my language? <laughs> yes,
1: I need a product, and uh, and yeah, by it, that
0: you mean like a digital product?
1: I yeah, and, and there's an ebook. There's an ebook that I'm working on right now, uh, and I know it's a little bit outside of my niche. It's actually in your niche. It's how to how to start a DIY blog and make money from it. Where oh, I'm just, interesting. You know, talking about my strategies, and you'd be proud of me. I'm up to 100 pages. Oh,
0: nice. <laughs>
1: Yes. So so, you know, and honestly, I don't you know, I don't and this is probably not the way to go about trying to to put a product together. But, you know, I don't know how much demand there is for it. Um, You know, I have I have started the book called Launch. Uh So I know there's a process to putting out a a product. Um, So I have started, you know, I put up a little squeeze page and I am getting some email addresses there for people who are interested. But, you know, I really wanted to have something for those people that come to me and say, hey, I really want to start a blog. You know how do you how do I do that? Um, now I, I loved you, Leslie. You're like my brother, but I can't keep sending people your way.
0: <laughs> you got to make some money too, right?
1: <laughs> got to make some money too. So you know, so I'm trying to make it specific for for my audience and my experience. Like this is what I've done.
0: Mm.
1: Of course, you know you're in the book. I got you as a resource for sure, and your podcast. Um, but that's kind of what I'm working on now. I would like to be able to put together, um, a course for, um, furniture painting classes. And, and I'm still kind of struggling with that because I'm not sure if that's something that people would even pay to watch, or if that's something that strictly has to be a hands-on, you know, hands-on experience. And then maybe afterwards you can sell them a product. Um, but I've done probably about four furniture painting classes in, in the past and, you know, they've always been received well. And I've got a page up that's collecting emails from people who are interested in hearing about classes when the dates are available. So I just have to figure out where I'm going with that. But it's definitely a product that, whether it's a product or a service, that I'm striving for at this point. Um, and I think it's important to have your income coming from several places. Yeah. You know? Because if if Google changes its mind and puts you in a in a headlock or a mood, you know <laughs> when Google has swing. a mood
0: swing. <laughs> has a
1: mood swing! Yes, when <laughs> Google has a mood swing. You know, your your traffic can drop, and you know, dra- drop in traffic could be drop in ad revenue. So, um, you know, and even with sponsored posts, if you know, I do pretty much all of my sponsored posts with uh, Social Fabric. And you know, I do maybe one or two posts a month for them, but if you know they decided, you know what, we don't want to choose you anymore. I need to have another source. So it's definitely good to to have lots of streams of income coming in.
0: Got it. Love it. Excited for you. I'm 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 I I I love what I see that you're doing and I wish you all the best. If people want to find out more about what you're doing, where should we send them?
1: You can find me at thriftdiving.com.
0: Oh yeah. Thank you so much, Serena. And, hey, guys, I hope you guys got a lot of value from that. I know I got some. I got a lot of value from it. Just seeing a friend do something awesome is great. But also to be able to provide some practical tips, um, especially on the Facebook stuff. I know I got to do some more native Facebook videos. So I will be doing some of that. Hey, if you enjoyed this episode, you want to comment on it, come on over to becomeablogger.com slash 226. This is episode 226. All of the show notes will be there. The links to any of the resources that were mentioned will be right there. And if you, you're enjoying this podcast and you're not subscribed, subscribe. Become a blogger.com slash podcast. And if you want to get your blog started so that you can create content, inspire others, and change the world while building your online business, head on over to free bloggingvideos.com. You get my free course. Showing you how to start a blog. Showing you how to build it into a successful online business. Showing you how so many people have done that and you can do the same. Freebloggingvideos.com. It's free, actionable, and awesome. That's pretty much it for this episode. This is Leslie Samuel here from becomeablogger.com. We're changing the world one blog at a time. And Until next time, take care and God bless.
1: Three, five, two, four, one, four.